Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5. Proverbs 3. Would you mind standing with me as we read God's word together? Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not into thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Father, I need your help this morning. You know how much we love these students, how much we love being here, but I, I'm very w- aware of my weakness. I really am, and I ask for your help to help me communicate what I think is an important truth that you put on my heart today. Thank you again for your goodness to us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the course, of course, is trust. When I went and candidated at um, the church where I served in, in Eden, in the gymnasium, there's this huge, huge banner. It was across the back of the uh, gymnasium. It was Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I think the letters must have been five feet tall. I said, good grief, you, you can't miss that. I mean, there it is, huge, almost as tall as I am. And you can't miss Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. But you know what the truth is? We do miss it. We do miss it. So many times we miss it. And so you need to learn this matter of trust. That's one of the courses that God has. In fact, it's probably one of the most important courses that you'll be uh, matriculating while you're here in college. And so we have a lot to learn about that. If you don't learn it now... You will need to learn it later, and some people never learn it. And so it's an important lesson. Um, Some people are failing in that course. Some people aren't enrolled. Some people aren't showing up. But this course of trust is important. Um, Have you ever taken a class? Don't don't raise your hand. You might incriminate yourself. Have you ever taken a class and you you bombed the test, the first test, like, like an F? And then the teachers, for some reason, some unknown reason, you know what, I think we're going to have a retest. You go, yes, <laughs> yes, second chance, second chance. I had one of those in the school of trust. When I was saved at 17, I really grew. I grew quickly. I just couldn't get enough of the Lord. Soon he called me to preach, and he called me to go to a fundamental Christian college. I enrolled. I was all set to go. And uh, people started immediately trying to get me to go. I was raised in a, a mainline denomination uh, in Southern Baptist, and they wanted me to go to one of our schools. And the, the uh, guy, we called him the associational missionary, he said, listen, if you don't go to one of our schools, you'll starve to death, and you'll never have a church. Now, do I look like I starved to death? <laughs> now, why did you laugh? Why did you laugh? No, I didn't starve to death. And I, had, I served in three churches I served with Pastor John Stevens, a lot of you know him, for 17 years, and then I pastored two churches, so he was wrong. But I just, you know what I said to him? I'm just going to trust God. I believe he's called me to do that. And then, of course, I was in a single-parent home, and a man from the Veterans Administration came to our house and said, now listen, we're here to help you, and if you can go to a college that's accredited, uh, you won't have to worry about money. I said, well, there's only one problem that God hasn't called me to those. I want to go where God's called me. And, well, what are you going to do for money? Uh, I'm just going to trust God. Sounds like I'm doing pretty good. I look, sounds like I have an A in this course, right? You with me? Well, uh, the test isn't over. 
But closer we got to the opening of school, the more pressure my pastor put on me. I mean, he really turned the screws. And he said, listen, I know you don't have a lot of money. Well, he was right there. And uh, I know you don't have a lot of money to go to school. And he said, if you go to one of our schools, you won't have a money problem in your college years or seminary. Wow. We're talking about seven or eight years down the line. That's, and, I, that, and he just kept on and kept on and kept on and kept on. And so you know what I did? I said, I'll do it. I canceled my reservation to the college I was supposed to go to. I went to this school, and uh, I knew in a few weeks that, that I was out of the will of God. I had flunked the test. I really had flunked the test. I had not trusted God. I, I told people early, I don't trust God. I'm going to trust God. But when it came right down to it, I didn't trust him. And after three weeks, I was sitting in the library and thought, what am I doing here? This is not what God called me. And plus, the things they were teaching me was just eating at me because it was just destroying my faith. So I said, um, I'm leaving. I'm leaving, and I'm going to go where I was supposed to go. You usually don't go to college three weeks late. It's probably not, I wouldn't advise it, and it's not a good idea. But I had wrote this letter and canceled it, and so it wasn't just as easy as calling up and saying, we'll be there Monday. There was a lot, of red, a lot of hoops we had to jump through. In fact, he went all the way to the president of the college because I wrote them and, and said, well, you know, God's redirecting me, blah, 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 which wasn't true. And so my mom said, well, I've asked them, and they are going to get a decision back. And then my mom called me because she called and asked for me, and she said, they said you can come. Yes, retest. And so I headed there, and I learned the hard way that I needed to trust need to trust trust the Lord. And so let's, let's look at this uh, important lesson of trusting. There, there are a couple of things here. I think there are two questions that really we need to put to ourselves. What should I do? What should I do? And what will God do? What should I do? And what will, what will God do? So what should I do? You have to decide. You have to decide. Look again at our text. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. What does that mean? What does the word trust mean? It means to hide for refuge, to be confident or sure, to be bold. I think of David when he stood before Goliath. Remember David taking on Goliath, and Goliath in there is making fun of him. Ah, look who they sent us, some kid. And David was there taking on Goliath because David trusted God. And he said to old Goliath, he said, This day... Will the Lord deliver thine, thee into mine hand? And I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. Whoa, that's bold. He trusted God. He trusted him. You know what? You have the same God, young people, that David did. You have this very same God. And you need to trust him. It means you, when you're trusting, you're not worried. David was not worried what Goliath could do to him. Because David so trusted God. And trust means to wait on God, not to worry. And if and we worry because sometimes God's not on, on our schedule. We've got a schedule, and somehow God missed my schedule. I've got my planner, and I planned out things, and God's not reading the day plan, daytime or whatever. He's not. And we worry. And God is able to deal with anything. And so many times we focus on the Goliath instead of the God of our, our faith. And we don't trust him. 
And God wants you to learn while you're here in Bible college to trust him. Trust him. Trust him. Not worry. Worry is the response of my old nature. Worry indicates that I really don't trust God. And don't, don't water that down or sidestep it. If you're worrying and you're consumed with worrying, you really aren't trusting. You're not. You're not. Trust is a response of the new man. I think of the centurion who had a, a servant who needed healing, and, and Jesus was going to come, and he said, no, 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 you don't need to do that. You can just say the word, and he'll be healed. He trusted God, trusted him. We need to trust him. So who do I trust? It says, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. The, your God's a source of your trust. Trust him. You say, what do I need to trust him for? Well, I have a few ideas here. One, for strength. Isaiah 26, 4. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. There is times when you think, I cannot do this. Really? Have you gotten there yet? Well, if you haven't, don't worry, you'll get there. Just, just hang, you fresh and say, I don't know what you're talking about. Just wait, you will. And I don't think this is just talking about spiritual strength. I think this is strength, whatever kind of strength you need. And then I'll be honest with you and be transparent this morning. There have been times when I've just felt overwhelmed. I thought, I feel like a tsunami's coming. Oh, there's another one. How many of these tsunamis do we have? It's just coming. And, and I remember, here's, what, here's what's helped me. God has called me here. God who called me here will enable me. He will strengthen me. He will. I remember when I was in graduate school and I had projects to do and Project. I said, man, what do these teachers do at night? They just dream these things up. Got all these projects to do. How in the world, how in the world, they need to get a hobby or something. I don't know, but <laughs> how in the world am I going to get all these projects done? And, and I really, and I, I called my wife, said, have, our, have the folks back home at church pray for me. And you know what? The strength that I needed, God gave. And I know it was answered prayer. Young people, God can give you the strength to do what he's called you to do. But you need to trust him. You need to trust him. And many of you are called in the ministry. You better learn to trust God today. Not, you say, well, you know, I don't have to do that. No, you need to learn these lessons now. In this school of trust, you need to get the lesson down. So, who do I trust? I trust in the Lord for his strength, for his goodness. Psalm 36, 7. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. God is good. He's not going to try to hurt you. He wants to help you. He wants to grow you. He wants to show you something of himself. Trust him. He said, why am I going through this? Trust the goodness of God because he is good. Trust his care. I love 1 Peter 5, 7. Casting all your care upon him. Why? For he careth for you. Well, you can trust one that you know knows cares for you intimately, personally, completely. He cares for you. I think the construction there is it means he you are a care to him. He cares about you. His mercy is great. Psalm thirteen five. But I have trusted in thy mercy; my heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. Trust, trust the Lord. So, who do you trust? The Lord. So, how do you trust? With all thine heart. All your heart. The heart's the place where we feel and 
the will, the intellect, your whole being. Don't hold back. David wasn't holding back in front of Goliath. No, he said, you know what, buddy? Your head's going to be gone soon. Trust him. Feelings are wonderful. I think I mentioned this to one of my classes. Feelings are wonderful, but they can really mess you up if they're in the driver's seat. I think feelings are like icing on the cake. You need the cake for the icing to be good. Okay, if you just have icing, hopefully no one just eats a plate of icing. That's sort of sugar overload. But feelings can, can be enriching, but if you let them be in charge, you won't trust. I guarantee you. Or if you feel good, maybe you'll trust. Trust is independent of your feeling. It's your absolute confidence in unchanging God. And we have feelings. You have emotions, and some days you feel awful, and some days you feel depressed or discouraged. And, you know, that doesn't matter. Don't let your feelings be your guide. Trust with all your heart. Your guide says, trust me. What are you going to do? What are you going to do in this course of trust? Are you going to trust me? Well, you know, I just don't feel like I can do this. Well, there's your problem right there. I don't, I don't feel like my school bill will get paid. That's your problem. By the way, I, I forgot to tell you this. I went to school trusting God. And you know how much money I owed the school when I graduated? Nothing. Because God supplied. God supplied. Will you trust him with all your heart? Are you going to hold back? Are you going to hold back? And I'm telling you, I, I just feel like this is probably one of the most important courses you'll take in your college career, especially you get out in the ministry and you get out serving people and you get out standing for truth. You're going to have to trust God that he's going to build his church through you for his glory. You want to trust him because uh, you'll go there and you say, wow, I don't see it. Well, God sees he calls you there. You need to trust him. So then think. Think, not only trust, but think. Look at our, our text again. Lean not into thine own understanding. Lean means to be supported by or rely upon. Thinking, your understanding. So our, mind, our minds can go into overdrive sometimes. A seed thought, you know, a, little, a seed, if it's given the right conditions, can grow and can germinate, can produce a plant. And a thought, if you give that thought your attention, it can grow. And if it's the wrong kind of thought... Um, it can be disastrous. That's what happened in Kadesh Barnea when Israel was there. They were on the verge of going into the land of promise. But what happened? Listen to what from Numbers chapter 13. Nevertheless, the people be strong. This is what the ten spies said. The cities are walled, a land that eateth up the inhabitants. We saw men of great statue. We were as grasshoppers. Seriously, you're a grasshopper. Seriously. And so, yeah, there was obstacles. But they began to think on that, and they dwelt upon that, and they thought on that. Instead of listening to Caleb and Joshua, who said, you know, God's given it to us. Let's go for it. Instead, they let their mind take off, and it developed. And soon they, they had this insurmountable enemy. And it didn't matter what the enemy was. What mattered was that God had called them, and God would fight their battle. And Joshua and Caleb said, the Lord is with us, fear them not. Well, Joshua and Caleb would say, trust the Lord, and he can do it. And sometimes we let our minds, and sometimes people will plant thoughts in our mind. Why, why are you going to that college? What are you going to do with that? Is that college 
uh, accredited? Is that college what? And, and so all kinds of things in your mind, and it gets worse and worse and worse. And so remember, trust the Lord. Don't let your thoughts take off and go in the wrong direction. We need to think like Paul. You need to think the right thoughts. You know what Paul said? I can do all things through Christ. He trusted. Our God is a God of the impossible. And your flesh, your human nature will have you think, this can't happen, I can't do this, the Lord can't do this. You won't say that, but that's really the way you're acting. God can't do this. These things which are impossible with men are possible with God, Luke 18, 27. What people think are impossible, they're possible with God. Trust Him. Don't let your mind take off down the wrong road. I can't do this work. I can't, the bills can't be paid. I can't preach. I can't. If I, if I let my mind take over, I wouldn't be here today. I really wouldn't. God is a God of the impossible. I like what um, was said, is anything too hard for the Lord? No. Job 42, 2. I know that thou canst do everything. That's the thoughts you need to think. Think on the truth of God's word. So what are you thinking? Today, Are you thinking that God can? Are you consumed with, I can't? Well, you're consumed with, the problem with that thought, it starts with you and not with God. And God can do the impossible. And then tell, and all I was acknowledge Him. Acknowledge means to know, to observe, to recognize, to comprehend. What you know, you should show. And you show by your trust in Him. Daniel trusted God completely. He trusted him so much he was willing to go in the lion's den. He didn't know how it was going to turn out. He didn't really, it didn't matter to him. What did matter was he, he could trust his God. And yeah, you're going to go through sometimes adversity. And Bible college is not the only time in life that, that happens. And you'll have it in ministry. What are you going to do in your, when the adversity comes or when opposition comes? You say, I'm just going to trust God and be faithful. Amen. But if you don't do that now, you think you'll do that then? Absolutely not. And so I hope you're trusting God today. Paul said, for me to live is Christ. For me to live is Christ. And he showed his trust in God just by the way he lived. And so we need to acknowledge him in all of our ways and trust him. So I said, uh, there are two questions. What, what is my part? Uh, my part is to decide. To decide to trust him. So what is God's part? Go back to our text there. Back in the sixth verse, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. And so God's part is he will direct your path. That's a promise. He will direct your path. Now, what does that mean? Well, he'll direct. That means to make straight or even or pleasant or prosperous. God removes the barriers. God provides for the journey. God gives what you need, not what you want. Sometimes I think the Lord, he never, he sometimes doesn't give me what I want. (laughs) He gives me what I need. And so he'll direct your path. By the way, God's direction usually is one step at a time. A lot of you want, uh, you want the long range plan. (laughs) You want the five year plan. God doesn't give you five year plans. He gives you one day plans. And you need to be content with that. You need to trust the Lord for today. Uh, today really is all most of us can handle anyway. <laughs> Let him direct you. And he will direct. He's promised that. 
You say, I don't know where this is going. You don't have to know where this is going. You just need to know who is going, who you're going with. And uh, he will direct your path. And, and I've just seen that in my life, how God has led me and, and put everything in the path. I had some people that tried to discourage me from coming here. They said, uh, do you have a place to live? Well, no, I don't have a place to live. What are you going to do? I said, well, I believe God's called me there, so I think he knows I have to live somewhere. Um, do you know what you're going to teach? Well, yeah, I have an idea. I mean, of course, how are you going to do that? I, I mean, these are preachers saying to me, how are you, how are you going to do that? Uh, I really hadn't thought about that. Well, maybe you need to think about that. I said, I, I just know God's called me. That's all I know. I, I'm just going to trust him. That, that's all I can do. That's the right thing to do. Do you think you'll have enough money to live there? Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I believe. You know what I found as far as money goes? Let me, this is just a side street. Young people, don't decide where you're going based on salary. Almost every ministry move I've made, I took a cut in salary. But you know what? We've, and my wife and I have talked about this. It, it was the weirdest thing. We would have less but have more. I, you just can't explain that, but that's, we, we would have more, and, and our savings was bigger than when we had a bigger I don't know how, but God is faithful. Trust him. Don't, don't ask the pulpit committee the, what the salary is the first meeting with them. You trust God, and he'll direct your path. And I won't tell you what, if you don't learn this lesson, you're going to miss out. You're going to be the loser. You will not see some things that God wanted to show you that God wanted to give you because you wouldn't trust him. And I, I'm so thankful that, that God does things, but you got to trust him. What, what is that hymn we sing, trust and what's the second part of it? Obey. You're not going to obey him if you don't trust him. And you're not going to see something. So he will direct. It says he'll direct your paths. God's direction, like I already said, usually comes in steps, not in leaps. Okay? One step at a time. And we, we struggle with that because sometimes it involves some waiting. And we don't like to wait. We like things just to happen. But trust God. You will have things happen uh, that will be tough. You will have some adversities. You'll have a class that you think there's no way I can do it. But you can. God didn't call you here to flunk you. He called you here to teach you. And you can make it. Uh, there's no way I can pay my school bill. You don't have to pay your school bill. God will pay your school bill. You need to trust him. You need to trust him. There are things that happen back home, and you, you can't handle it because you're here and they're there. You can trust him. You can trust him. And then on and on and on again it will go. Trust him. Trust him. And have complete confidence in him all the time. Sunday in our church, a, a, a song was sung, and I asked for the words because... I will trust when I cannot see. I will trust when I cannot see. When I cannot understand God's leading, when I do not know the reason why, he should choose the path that lies before me. Still to him, my faith, I can reply. When I feel the sting of disappointment and my dreams lie crumbled in the dust, when my best adds up to loss and failure and the things that happen seem unjust. When I face the furnace of affliction and the pain seems more than I can bear, 
When I think it's strange, this fiery trial, still I'll tell my blessed Lord in prayer. I will trust him when I cannot see. When I'm faced with adversity and believe your will is always best for me, I will trust when I cannot see. Will you trust him? Let's, let's stand, please, with our heads bowed, eyes closed. Maybe God has spoken to you this morning because you're not, you're not trusting him. And you need to, first of all, you need to confess that. You need to say, Lord, I've sinned against you. I've, I've done wrong. But I want to continue. I want to move forward trusting you. And uh, I want to get enrolled in the school of trust. Father, will you speak to our hearts? May we be tender. May we be open to your will. In Jesus' name, amen.